Hello and welcome to the Walk in Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to unpack more of my trip to Colorado. Wow. That was cool, right? I think. Um, you slurping on mic now might not be as cool. It feels like it will be cool. Okay. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Brooke decided to switch sides today. So we are on opposite sides of the table, <laughs> which... Wow. It's a whole new world. Looking this way. A whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. A new hand. Oh, we don't want to get copyrighted because that was oh. spot on. Um, True. <clears throat> that was just me singing. That wasn't actually the original YouTube podcast. <laughs> I don't know if podcast does it. Um, call YouTube, see if you can get that done. So, yeah, this is freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> Feel like I need to turn this way, but you're not no. there. Everybody's over there. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week and spending some time with us. Thank you for shopping the Speak Life collection. Um, we are already on at work on getting those orders to you as quickly as possible. I'm opening my phone so I can see which discount was used more because people want to know. It's probably hot dog. Uh, let's see. Can I see it here? Okay. Easier to remember. Let's see. Okay. Um, and then I click, click, click. Yep. <coughs> Sorry, everybody who's listening. <laughs> Dead space. Uh, hot dog. Yeah. I figured hot dog would win. So. No biggie. No biggie. I'm fine. It's just that life is pointless and nothing matters and I'm always tired. Also, I can't sleep. I'm overeating. None of my old hobbies interest me. <laughs> Is that how you feel about your discount code, Lizzie? Uh, sure. I mean, no, technically, they're all, both yours because I feel like you have a real spiritual connection to hot dogs. Well, know. I did like two weeks ago when I was trying to feed a bunch of people at once. <laughs> Otherwise, no. I do not eat that many hot dogs. Uh, our friend Liz one time. So I was just about to tell this story. <laughs> okay, so we have this great friend Liz and uh, she used to work for us as a photographer and then she got she decided she wanted to step down, move on. She was going to have a baby. So we're like, that's cool. But then she got like a part-time job as a photographer for another agency, mm -hmm. which was not weird. It's not like it was a weird thing. But she she was like, I got to tell you guys something. I feel so unlike these women. I, I was like, oh, that's not like, true. Oh, what no. Why? She's like, so I can't, you know, first day I come to, to do work and, uh, you know, they're unpacking their lunch in like mason jars and like paper and like they're spending time taking photos. And this is like when Instagram was like, you were taking a lot of photos and sharing a lot of photos. So yeah. it's years and years ago. And, uh, you know, back when it was a photo app, strong feelings. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's like, <laughs> and I'm sitting in the corner <laughs> eating it. Eating a heated up hot dog. She had a leftover hot dog from her son's from no, I guess it wouldn't have been her son if she was pregnant, but someone's birthday party. No, I think at this point she had she Okay, had, it was yeah. like someone's leftover hot dog. <laughs> she like she, heated up in the mic. She like brought in a Tupperware. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like mason jar salads and homemade vinaigrette and <laughs> bread and butter and honey, and she's like shoveling it in in the corner. So I think about it almost every time I make a hot dog. Yeah. Just think about I think Liz. Liz. Yeah. You think, oh. It's a good time, which actually is a good segue into my game changer. Okay. Game changers. Changes to the game such that the game can never be played the same way again. 
So my game changer, and I've talked about this, I've talked about part of this before, but I've added a new element to it, which I really, really like. Um, my game changer is <laughs> I, anytime I think of someone random, like Liz is a good example. So, you know, we don't, we haven't seen Liz in years, you know. Mm-hmm. We, Last time was we went to P.F. Chang's. Yeah, with her and her husband. Yeah, which was um, both delicious and fun. Yeah, and uh, and so she popped into my head like three or four times within a week. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was all the hot dog talk or I don't know. <laughs> but so anytime that happens to me, no matter how random it is, I send a text to that person and say, you know, hey, you know, you popped into my head a few times. How are things going? Well, this yeah. is what I used to do. How are things going? Is there anything you guys need prayer for? That's kind of my go-to thing. Because I, I just feel like the Lord, if, if someone's popping into your head over and over again, I feel like the Lord is trying to tell you something. That's just mm-hmm. my own personal belief. Um, and so, but here's the thing. If you text someone and say, hey, how's life? They'll say, it's good. How's yours? Yeah. And then your relationship isn't any deeper. Your conversation doesn't expand. Yeah. And so lately what I've been doing is I've been saying, hey, you popped into my head a few times. How are things? Are, are, not, not, no, I didn't even say that. So, hey, you popped into my head a few times. Uh, is there anything I can pray for? Give me five bullet point updates on your life. Yes. And so I did this with Liz. She gave me five bullet points. Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. wow, wow. <laughs> Um, and one, two, three, four, five, it was things I would have never information. I would have never received. You would have had to text for so long, so deliberately yep. to ever get to what was like hit in those bullet. Points. And so I started in a group chat. So then Brooke got the, the updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got the updates and, and it led to actually some rich conversation between the three of us. That was very, I think, valuable and encouraging. And so my game changer is one, text people when you think of them Mm -hmm. because I think that's important and I think it makes people feel loved and appreciated and seen. And two, when you do send that text, ask for five bullet point updates updates, and I think it will launch into a fulfilling conversation. Yeah, because you did it with somebody else too who you really haven't talked to in a long time. Someone I went to high school with. Um, And I was updated. Oh, I was thinking of Julia. Oh yeah, her too. So you did it three times. I've done it three times recently. Anyway, and yeah, it was like they all hit you back with stuff that they never would have just randomly. If I said how's life, they would have just been like, like, "Here's what I'm up to." Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. I would recommend it. Well, my game changer. Wait. Equally as important. Game changers. But changes to the game such that the game can never be played the same way again. Such a long clip. (laughs) but it's kind of awesome. I semi-recently, I don't know how long ago I got this. I bought an actual rice cooker. Now I'm not talking about an instant pot. Wow, 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 wow. Yes, I'm talking about a rice cooker. I got it at Target. I want to say it was like probably under $30. So it cooks rice. (laughs) What? Yeah, does rice, (laughs) does like quinoa, does, I don't know. There's a bunch of things you can do in it. White rice? Yes. Brown rice. Brown rice? Long grain, short grain. Jasmine? Oh, 100%. <laughs> yes. Mexican? Uh, well, excuse me. Here's the thing. I realized that, yes, because sometimes I buy like every once in a while, I buy the rice in the box that like has a specific seasoning with it because uh-huh. the girls like it. And I've always had to make that just like on the stovetop. No longer. 
No longer. No more. No more. The rice I just cooker dump the whole is, thing in the rice king. cooker, and you literally just press the button down, like you lock it and click it, and it tells you when it's done. I don't I have to online, check it. I go click, click, click. Sort of. I dump it all in. I go <laughs> click, click, lock, and it's just... 20 minutes. It's, but here's the thing. It's like, oh, of course, that's so easy. That sounds so dumb. Yes, except that when my brain is on max capacity, uh-huh. trying to make dinner, trying to do other things, get the table cleared... There's children around. Life is happening. I don't want to be thinking about my rice. <laughs> That's part yeah. of dinner. Makes sense. And so the fact that I can dump it all in and like set it and forget it, that's the game changer part. That is. And it's perfect every time. It's a game changer. changers. It really is. So it's kind of silly. We'll link it or one like hot it. Dogs. <laughs> um, but yeah. Get I feel one. like when, when I've been adding more things like rice and other like grain type things like that, although rice, anyway, um, because it's such an easy thing for a baby to eat. True that. Like. And Daisy does eat. Yeah. So it's so easy to just be like, she will a giant be glob of that. One year old. One year old. Years or year? It's just year. year. Singular. Singular. Um, Jinx. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Well. <laughs> Um, Garbage. one year old jinx, you owe me an olipop. So three dollar investment. Expensive, <laughs> expensive jinx. Okay. Uh, one year old in twenty days, which is insane in the membrane. Insane. Insane in the brain. Um, so I'm gonna segue my game changer into my strong feelings. We need some clip somewhere of someone saying strong feelings. Mm. Um, because you know, that'd be nice. It's our oldest segment. It is actually our oldest segment. Yeah. Um, so my strong feelings, I was, you know, I was traveling and I, I here's my strong feelings. Uh-oh. I think. <laughs> Is it strong feelings within strong feelings? Yeah, they're just strong. They're just like extra strong. Are they fiery uh, or just? They're a little spicy. Okay. Um, I am over. I have very strong feelings about the tip addition at okay. every credit card terminal. Like okay. we have taken the tips too far. <laughs> And, and and here's the where the tips have reached a tipping point. Yeah, I'm at my tipping point with tips. Okay. Um, I go tip, 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 and I'm like, geez, you know, one, everything's already more expensive. We yeah. all feel that. Everyone knows that. So it's yeah. like, okay. And, and then two, we're adding the tip option at places where I don't think the tip option should be. Mm-hmm. Basically, every credit card terminal has it now. And here's yeah. where my feelings are extra strong. Normally, it's like, okay, if I am just like ordering food. And I, you're not a waiter or a waitress. You're just you're running, just the, cash running the cash register. I don't think there's tips involved. Right. Maybe, it, maybe I'm old school. I don't know. But I don't feel like there should be tips involved in that scenario. But every credit card terminal now has tips. And the one at Shake Shack in the Denver airport, it said 30%, 20%, or other. There was no, no tip. So, so you would have to hit other 1%. Yeah, or zero. So okay, then you could hit zero. But I'm standing. You know, this girl's watching me check out. There, there's some. Oh, I think some social. Some social pressure there, mm-hmm. and I can't just hit the option of no tip. And I'm not saying like I never tip. I'm a pretty generous guy. You're I would say I'm a pretty generous, tipper, generous but, guy. But I just don't like the implied. Yeah. Assumption that you need to tip someone. You know, I wish I had the clip of Dwight saying I tip my urologist because I cannot pulverize my own kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like it's gone too far. And those are my strong yeah. feelings. Like, 
Okay. I just, you know, I just think that there's there's too much social pressure on too tipping. Far. It's too far. Yeah, 100%. Too far. So that's those are my feelings and they're strong. <laughs> like I texted you yesterday and said, oh, 100%, I'm tipping this girl because I was trying to do drive through coffee. They closed at four and I pulled up at 3.59 yeah. in a couple seconds and she still took my order. Amazing. And I was so grateful that I that I happily yeah selected the tip. And I, I think there are there are opportunities for tips. And I also feel like some, like I I don't know the I don't know how I would know this, but like I don't know the places practices like this coffee shop I was just talking about. I know that they take all the tips for everybody working inside at that time and divide them out. Yeah, it's not just the person at the register right. or whatever. And I don't like I don't know about Shake Shack. Yeah, I don't know what Shake Shack's doing with that tip money. <laughs> and then here's my other I'll, I'll continue my okay. strong feelings with Please tips do. um oh, shoot i just lost my oh, something is in my eye train of thought Ouch. we're crashing and burning um oh it's gone it'll come back it'll come back maybe come back um Ow. but yeah it's happening i don't know i'm okay do you have any strong feelings <laughs> that there's that something in your eye is the worst feeling i got it you it must have just been like Give it, I got it. Dust or hair or something because it's, I think I got it out. It's no bugs. No bugs in here. Okay. That, that is the worst though. A bug flying into your eye mid-conversation with someone. Like, oh, that person just freaked out for no reason. Yeah, look at that guy. <laughs> Freaking out for no reason. Um. So yeah, do you have any strong feelings? Those are mine. Um. Oh no, here it is. It's back. Okay. It's, it's a, it's a cousin to the tipping. Okay. We went to a restaurant. Did I just pull a cord out? no you're good oh, um, sorry everybody we're on different sides we're... i don't know what's happening <laughs> so we went to a restaurant to celebrate the collection again thank you for shopping the speak life collection mm -hmm. you are amazing um and so you know we know that during collection week and the week leading up to it we put our kids through a lot of like just unrhythmic do, living yes. you know and so that we can just feel the tension that they have about just like where's my parents you know <laughs> mom and dad you know I mean, it's not that extreme, but it, you know, it, it's different for them. And so we always try to like celebrate the end of a collection with a family dinner, usually out to, at a restaurant. And so we go to this restaurant. and So this, we go out to eat four times a year. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and so uh, we go to this restaurant and I have very strong feelings about the QR code ordering. So... Again, I don't this, know why I this, no, but this is this is this is tied into tipping. Okay. So wait. So uh, hostess sits us at our table. Yeah. Says scan the QR code to pick up the menu. That was one thing. We that was an element. It was just different. I get it. Whatever. Yeah. But now it's scan the QR code to just complete your order. Right. So I am ordering and paying and checking out all at once, and yet I'm still tipping a waiter. 20% who has brought me drinks and not even my food. No. Like, and so it's just and like, so that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it all going into a big pot? I, I don't know, but it's, I think it's, it's a weird. Because the guy who actually brought us our drinks was not the guy who checked up on us. Who no. was not the person who actually yes. served us our food. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I know. I'm not anti QR code. Like, Oh, I am. I, I want to hold the menu. I want to see the pictures. Okay, you I, are old I school. just, um, maybe I'm a grandpa now, but. I don't know. There's just something. There's something about like the social interact. And, and again, like you get good waiters, you get bad waiters, you get some that are very fun to to be and some that are super awkward. So like yeah. you are kind of eliminating that experience. And I think as introverts, you guys are like, thank you. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to talk to anyone ever again. Well, 
yeah. I don't want to give you my coin waiter. Back off. Yeah. I mean, L- I will- literally or figuratively. <laughs> so go away. I don't know. I just like, I-, I feel like that was part of the fun of going out to a restaurant is like, uh, let us know in the comments. I'd be very interested to know. No, uh, for real. Okay. Like, did did you even on a sub, some like some sort of like subconscious level? Like, I'm not look forward to the interaction of a restaurant and the all the interactions that came along with that. Or are you more interested in the people you're sitting at the table with? Or not more interested? No, because I'm a hundred percent more interested at sitting at the table with you. But it, there's just an element of it that feels so, I would say, sterile now that I do, like. Yes, there is. There, there, it, it has become less of an inviting place because now I am forced to use my phone. Well, it's in even an, more in, like in uh, not individualized. Like, it, um, yeah, yeah. The, you could basically show up and interact with nobody except your party and yeah. leave. But that's not even it. It's like I don't want to be on my phone ordering food in front of my kids. I actually like, didn't like that. That that the kids couldn't look at a menu. Yeah, and so yeah. I don't know. Those are, they're they're not super strong, but it's just like because we don't go to enough restaurants for them to be that strong. Yeah. But I just feel like it's I don't know. It's almost like a sadness of just like oh, oh this is that's gone now too. And so will there just be a time where like every restaurant is its own room and you just like <laughs> the food gets slid <laughs> under a door like a prison? I don't know. Like, <laughs> Is that what we're headed towards? Because like the sushi conveyor belt place. <laughs> yeah, just like okay, you never have to talk to another human being again. Culture's gonna be fine. Everything's yeah. gonna be fine everything's if we just, great. you know, totally become on our own islands for all of Super time. Isolated. Yeah. Everything will be great, and everyone will be fun and kind and happy. And so, it's the beginning of the end, babe. When they take their menus, this is it. <laughs> this is how all. This cultures. is the tipping point. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my strong feelings. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? No. Mm-mm. Okay. You're just peace at peace and at joy. No, I just don't have any <laughs> right now. <laughs> They're all burning. They're all festering within. No, not at all. I, just, I can't think of any right now. Um, so. so how was your week, Brooke? My week was good. Um, it was like a little bit collection stuff. I mean, a lot of it, but I mean yeah. a little bit in terms of it was only so many of the days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Yeah, it was just like, as always, kind of coming down off of the ramp it all up for collection and then like coming down the other side you know mm-hmm. which is great that's how it should be that is the rhythm of how it all works yep um so coming down the other side getting ready to start school this coming week um actually like i don't mean cleaning the house but like like f- really tidying up the downstairs for so long from the moment you left for integrated. Well, almost even before that, like, I mean a little bit, we were keeping up with it a little bit when everybody was here, but then you left and I just kept telling myself what matters most right now, what matters most right now, what is at the top of my list? Cause I had to, I could not do it all and I could not do it all well. So I was like getting ready for the collection and like keeping the kids alive, <laughs> you know? And, and you know what I yeah. mean? Like all, all encompassing of that. Um, and so like deep tidying up spaces and counters and floors yeah. and things like that, it just, it got left behind because yeah. it didn't matter as much as getting ready for the collection. So it was really nice the last few days to be yeah, like, we had, I we can had, see my kitchen counter again. Yeah. We had the Beth keys over <sighs> and they kind of pushed us to clear some spaces, clean up the whole downstairs, which felt really good to just yeah. be like, Oh, our this, house, this here, is what our house back. normally looks like. Yeah. And then yesterday I cleaned the upstairs, so it's like so that was that was nice to happen this week. And then we're I'm looking forward to starting school on Tuesday. I know you've been reading what book? I'm I'm finally actually reading Wild and Free, 
which we've been a part of a wild and free co-op group here for a while, but I've never actually read the book. Mm-hmm. Like I'm part of the website and I read a lot of that stuff, but I'd never read her book. And I only started reading this book because she has a new one that like just came out in the last week called wild and free family, I think. Yep. Um, and so I wanted to read that one and I felt like maybe I should read through the first one real quick. Smart. You know, just smart. not that I couldn't jump in on wild and free family right. and not get it. Yeah. But. but it's been good. And I feel like it's been really inspiring <coughs> to you and getting you like kind of geared up and amped up for homeschool. Yeah, it was just, it's just as always giving me the language to talk about or think about or process like, okay, here, here's what I want our school year to feel like. And here's what I do feel excited about. Here's what I feel. I don't know. It's just like, it's not that wild and free is a framework necessarily for homeschooling because there's so many different styles of homeschooling, even within the wild and free community. Um, but it's just, it's been encouraging overall. And I'm not done with the book yet, but just to be like, find your style, find what works for your family and your yeah. children. Yeah. Like super yeah. individualized Almost in that like sense. Eliminate the pressure, the social pressure of like school has to look one of x y or z one way yes you know um which i had already felt like i felt like in the last year i totally eliminated (laughs) that and figured out took about till march of last year to figure out hey there it is that's what it looks like for us and our family yep um uh which is why i'm excited about this coming year because i just feel like i'm starting off from that point now and i also feel like it also just changes like as your kids age and they're like you know and so i think there's this element and this is always what i love about integrated and specifically jeremy at integrated he's, he is like i call him the ultimate tinkerer because he's always tinkering with how the rhythms and the functions of his family work yeah and 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 in such a positive like life-giving way mm-hmm. and his family's on board with the tinkering and so they're always like you know yeah like they tell this story one time last integrated not this past colorado one but the first one this year we all went out to dinner and his wife and his two of his daughters were there and they were telling, they started, and I was sitting next to the their family. And so I was like asking them, what's the weirdest thing Jeremy's done in the family? And they all <laughs> kind of roll their eyes and start laughing. And, and, and one of them goes, oh, well, we bought the bike. And I was like, okay, give me some details. And so they go on to tell me the story of this like eight-seater bicycle. Sort this, of like you'd ride at the uh, boardwalk? Sort of. Kind of? <laughs> sort when of. you like rent like it to like go up and down. And and he just like, he thought, man, this is going to be great. We won't drive places. We'll all ride together in a car as a family. What a uniting ex- <laughs> <laughs> And they tell the stories of like, just like one, their driveway is really steep. So there was always this element of like panic and death right as they left. <laughs> and then just like, they just felt like. They were in a parade everywhere they went when they had this bicycle. People would wave at them and honk at them and take pictures. Yeah. And I guess the way it was situated was like the two front seats weren't actual the seats that control the steering. So the two, whoever was in the very- The littlest kids are in the front. So it looks like they're driving, but they're no not. I <laughs> Where they're going. That's amazing. And so, so I just like, I don't know. I just love that tinker spirit within your family culture yes. because it's not a set it and forget it no, unlike my rice cooker yeah yeah you yeah. don't want the rice cooker strategy you want you know just like uh i don't know and so yeah. I, I feel and like this, this book has been encouraging towards yeah, that uh, of exactly. just like you know you might figure it out for a while and then be like hey and this then isn't you working a fourth anymore. grader you know and then yeah. like yeah your kids get older or you have three kids that now need homeschool instead of just one or yeah. two you know and so um it's really really just yeah 
It's really good and mm-hmm. inspiring to see you do that. Um, so yeah, so today we're going to talk about more of integrated. I have pages and pages of notes, not really pages, but just like an iPad full of notes. Um, and so I think we'll get through two. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. Cause we're we just, left off last week. Last week we just talked about 10 examples of expanding your vision as a family, which yes. I think. Does your vision match, match your, your talents resources, or re- resources yeah. now and in the future? And are you, yeah preparing yourself to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, you know, I, I think that was, my dad actually called me. I talked to my parents about that and they were like, oh, so good. I was like, Aww. oh, sweet. Um, so the next talk, so that was Sunday night. Right. Uh, Monday morning was our next talk. And we always have more of like a, um, like a devotional type talk in the morning. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, and so Blake, uh, one of the so the cool thing about integrated is like you know it's a mastermind, which means that like everybody has something to bring to the table, not literally, but like like people there there have been a lot of guys within the group that have taught the group, which has been yes. really really cool to see. Right. Um. And some guys like kind of lean into that and teach a few se- sessions. Some guys have never taught, and so it just like depends. Mm-hmm. But then there's also usually at least this is kind of the strategy as of late. There's usually someone that they bring in. To like a guest, like a guest to kind of give his own, you know, special sauce to the to the group. So like last, in does Aust- Jordan bring Chick Fil A sauce? I for wish. The group? Yeah, he's <sighs> yet to bring a Chick Fil A sandwich to the group. Um, <laughs> those are my strong feelings. Um, and so <laughs> I would tip him for that. Slack. <laughs> um, so in Austin, it was John Tyson. In uh, Colorado, it was a guy named James Lenhoff. Um, and so I'll get into his talk little bit later but in the morning on monday morning blake gave this talk on how to create a practice of repentance in your household Mm. so and again brooke and i haven't really chatted about this because this is brand new information this is do we still have that clip no this is brand new information from phoebe yep um and so blake wanted to just give a give a talk on repentance and he was like i actually this is he goes this is a tribute talk i basically stolen this talk from someone else. I'll put the video in mm. the Slack. You guys can watch it later. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. And I think if I can find the video, maybe I'll put that, that video, video. In, okay. in our show notes. Um, and so, so he talked a little bit and he said, repentance is a daily skill that you can become proficient at. Um, there can be pain in the act of repentance, but freedom and grace in the long run. So the, again, I, I said this last week, but I'll say it again. I just kind of type out sentences or phrases that catch right. my you're not taking notes like someone who like if it was their job to take yeah, notes no, at this no, thing no. it would be very um <laughs> when you detailed. bring sin into the light there is freedom there and so like i'll be mm-hmm. honest i don't feel like the current modern evangelical church talks about repentance like it is no. not something that is very like it's a it's not a taboo subject but it's like uh like eh, it's a well, little bit of a we don't want to. We don't want to offend people. Tricky we don't, word. We yeah, don't wanna, like the word you know, makes people go. Hey. We don't want you know, like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like, but it's such an important, crucial part of our walk with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Repentance, you know, is such a massive, massive part of our Christian life. And so he he asked the question, "What is repentance?" and gave kind of four little bullet points. Repentance is turning towards submission to, letting go, and changing your mind. Repentance is three commands in one: halt, about face turn around and march in the opposite direction, which I love that sort of visual of like, yes, I am 
going to stop this behavior. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn all the way around. Right. And I'm going to actually go the other way. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times we repent and it's like, halt. I halt. I'm going to stop for a while and then I'm just going to keep on walking. Yes. And it's like, I love that visual of like, yeah, I've been mean to Brooke or I've been short with Brooke. I'm not just going to delay or take a pause on being short with Brooke. I'm yeah. going to like turn around and have lots of patience. So, <laughs> and then he gave uh, a bunch of uh, scripture on why we repent. Second Corinthians seven ten, Luke 13, three, Acts 3, 19. And then he gave a bunch of scripture on how we repent. I'm not going to read all these, but I'll just give you the. Yeah. Um, but you can copy paste this into show notes, right? I can, if yes. If people wanted to look it up. How okay. do we repent? James 5, 16. Proverbs 28, 13, 1 John 1, 9, 1 Peter 2, 9, Matthew 18, 18. Mm. And then he gave us steps, which I, you know, I just love steps. Like, I love the I process. We I love, love the, the system. The I think that it's super, super help. And, and he was like, you know, <clears throat> and we actually practice this. And so I'm going to practice it with you, Brooke. Okay. Um, so the repentance steps, the first step is done by the repenter. And so in one of the verses, I can't remember which one, the priest there's a, there's a point where the priest says, you know, you're forgiven. Mm-hmm. Like I have the authority granted by Jesus to say that you are forgiven. <laughs> and so the first step is done by the repenter, repent of dead works and get specific. And so step two, mm-hmm. don't jump and immediately try to, and this is done by the priest or the person that you're, you know, repenting to. And, and he, and one of the questions that was asked was like, do I need to do this to the person I've feel like I've sinned against or can I do this to someone like a mentor or a father or like someone yeah. like that? And it was like, yeah, he said, yeah, do it to someone else. Like, obviously you need to apologize to the person that you've wronged, yeah. but he's like, this part can be done with really anybody with spiritual authority, you know, mm-hmm. a Christian. And then one of the guys asked was like, if my ki- if I like, can I give my kids that authority so that they can see that in practice? And uh, Blake was like, I think that's a great idea. So like mm. the idea of like going, like allowing your children to see these steps right? and not be on the I'm sorry side, but be on the you're forgiven side. Like mm. Blake was just like, there would be a super powerful element of that in your family yeah. to kind of watch that happen and unfold. And so like, interesting. Uh, Jeff was like super, super amped about that. <laughs> just sort of idea. Jeff excited bro, about something? Bro, bro. Um, <laughs> can we please have him record a voice memo saying, bro, yes, a hundred percent play it. Yes. Um, we do have another voice. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just laying the groundwork, yeah. babe. God, don't, don't put it all out there. Um, uh, <clears throat> and so step two done by the priest, don't jump in and immediately try to solve the problem. Declare forgiveness. Mm. We're forgiven. Um, step three, command the evil spirit to leave. Our battle is not against flesh and blood. Yeah. And step four, we invite the Holy Spirit to dwell in that same place. And step five, bless them in those areas. And then you're done. And so yeah. like... Because I do feel like a lot of times you'd be like, hey, you know, not you. I just mean like anybody. Yeah. Because I've never like, made a mistake. Hey, here's this... Yeah, yeah never you did. <laughs> you know, I have this thing and I feel like really bad about it and I'm so sorry. And the person's like, it's okay. Maybe yeah. next time. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that's it. See so you yeah. in the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> And it I really, immediately goes from like, I hear you to it's fine. Don't worry about it to maybe next time do this instead. And so he was like, all right, let's, uh, let's practice this. So turn to the person to your right mm-hmm. and just, you know, tell them something. And they gave us a little time to like write down something that we feel like we need to repent of. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so here's a couple more of my notes before I get into that. It, it works and it can be quick. And so he's like, I can do these five steps with my wife and like, yeah. 
10 seconds right. if it's like something small. Now, obviously, if it's something more serious, like we can like we can talk about it and discuss it, but like the point isn't to like make every repentant moment this like super Long, deep, drawn out. incredible, you know, yeah. hard conversation. Because I think some of us by default will find ourselves pulling Avoid back that entirely. 100%. That's and so like it's just like, hmm. so I, I was sure really, she's amazing, but. I was really encouraged by the idea that it could be quick. You yeah. know, like not that it always needs to be, but that it can be. And that like repentance should the just be a, something doesn't make it legitimate. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, and so that, but just the idea of like having a repentance culture in your family mm. and, and your kids, you know, if your kids see these steps 500 times, you know, yeah. that, that has some power in their hearts and in their minds. And so, you know, like Josh Straub always says, our kids are becoming who we are. Mm-hmm. And so if, if we want them to become a, a, a person who repents, yeah, then they need to see us yeah. repent. And similarly to Josh's thought, thoughts, like I just read something recently that was like, we don't need to learn how to parent well. We need to learn how to live well. Yeah. And that idea that like, if I'm just honing in on parenting or schooling or whatever for that season, I'm not saying you can't get specific and learn right, something, 100%. but like, you know, yeah, I, I want my kids to see me living my whole life well. Yeah. And so they can move towards that themselves. Yeah. And so I turned to Chad who was sitting next to me, Chad Masters, great guy, <laughs> really get along with him. And I was just like, okay, well, let's do this. And so I just, and I was like, I just repent of like apathy, I feel like mm. I have had a year of doing the bare minimum and just not a lot of like vision and vision, energy yeah. towards moving our family, our business forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm getting emotional talking about it because yeah. it was like, I didn't realize that that was in my heart. Yeah. And so I, you know, and he just declared forgiveness he commanded those spirits of apathy to leave and that the Holy Spirit would dwell in the place. And then he mm-hmm. just like played a, prayed a blessing over me and the future of our business. And I was just like, golly, <laughs> woof, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just super powerful. And so, you know, an encouragement to you, to you listening or watching that like the, the and, I'll, and I'll copy and paste these in the show notes because I think it'll be helpful to see them. And, and yeah. honestly, like Blake was saying that like, the first few times, like have this written on a piece of paper and just read through it. Yes. Like don't feel like you need to like instantly memorize and have all the language. And so like, and even he had a guy come up and like they practiced it together. Yeah. And it's like, we're practicing these processes yeah. Which, that have great spiritual impact on yeah. our hearts. And like we practice riding a bike so we can get good at riding a bike. Say. And then we never practice the things that will actually affect our hearts and souls yes. for all of life. And so- And as grownups- <clears throat> you're at least, you know, someone like me, I'm like, I've never done it. This feels weird. Yep. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I'm always subtly, which is so interesting about me. And I'm sure it's spot on with my personality type and all those kind of things. But like, I don't embarrass easily in terms of like you being silly or us doing things on the internet or like anything right. like that. Cause people are like, aren't you, you know, doesn't that, or, yeah. and I'm like, no, like I'm fine being on stage if I need to be like, yep. you know, I'll be sweating a lot, but I'll be fine. <laughs> And then, but then there's this like everyday normal life things. I often feel subtly, it's why I can't watch reality TV. <laughs> I just subtly embarrassed by it. And so being encouraged to do something like this, I would feel like, not that the practice is bad. I'm not anti any of it, but I would just feel like, uh, I don't know. And then meanwhile, I'm preaching to my kids like, 
yeah, the riding a bike thing yeah. or whatever. Like, how do you expect to learn how to read if you don't practice it? Yeah, 100%. It will change your life if you learn how yeah. to read. Yeah. And I think like, <laughs> I you know, to myself. and honestly, this I know th- this read. talk kind of reminded me of the very, one of the very first talks in Integrated, which was the 15 minutes at the end of the day. And so mm-hmm. like Josh is talking about this and I'm feeling this like, gosh, I need to incorporate this in my life. And yeah. I remember the, the those 15, the emotional check-in, yeah, yeah. emotional check-in. What's your strongest positive emotion? What's your strongest negative emotion? You ask day. your, you ask your spouse those questions at the end of the day or mm-hmm. at any point during the day. It doesn't need to be the end. depends right. on how you, how you work. Um, and so I remember the first few times we did that, it was like super uncomfortable. It was. I remember I we felt like, like we couldn't even look at each other. This is so awkward. And now it's become such a part of our family culture and, and the way we interact mm-hmm. that has had such Un- immeasurable blessings to our marriage yeah. and our lives that like I just see something like this and I'm like oh I'm like I'm I'm now remembering the lion and the yes, bear and I'm ready to that. push through just the awkwardness of it. this first few times and that's yeah. this isn't like I've never repented but I've never gone through some sort of process which I think adds so much value to it I think oftentimes we believe the less process something has the more valuable it is and it's like well I don't necessarily know if that's true. I don't think that's untrue, but I don't think it's like always true. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was just like really super encouraged. And uh, one thing that he ended with, uh, which <laughs> um, was was this, our life will be defined over the next 50 years by our willingness to repent. And I just thought that that was just like such a powerful statement of just like grace yeah, and like- truth and like, one, five, ten years from now. And so many people are carrying so many wounds with them because so-and-so didn't say sorry or because they didn't say sorry to so-and-so. And mm-hmm. there's just like regret and anger and anxiety and frustration in their hearts yeah. because those things are still in there kind of swirling around or just hardening. You know, like yeah. I look at it as like, oh, you know, our heart is this like, you know, like the heart in terms of like our spirit and our soul is like this thing that Jesus has made alive, you know? And mm-hmm. so every time we don't forgive or don't repent, it's like this little section of it gets hard. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, there's less for Jesus to make alive and there's mm-hmm. less for Jesus to access and to like, you know, refine. And so then if we do that over years and 50 years, then it's just like, oh, we just have this little tiny soft spot that, yeah. you know, barely is pumping. And mm-hmm. all the rest is just rock hard. And I mm-hmm. just like, I don't want that to be my life. I don't yeah. want that. I don't want my kids when, you know, they're older to look back and say, man, my dad was just like hard hearted, you yeah. know, slowly got grumpier and yeah. Over and, I, and I just like, I, yeah. I remember this very specific Francis Chan sermon, but it's not even, I don't even remember the whole sermon. I just remember part of it where he said, why are Christians grumpier at their end of their walk with Jesus than they are at the beginning? Mm-hmm. And I just like that image has stuck with me over and over again that like, I do not want to be defined by being a grumpy old man later in life. I want to no. be defined by a lifetime of walking with Jesus hand in hand that he has now sanctified and made my heart come alive in ways that doesn't make sense for an old man to be that happy and joyful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the the mission and the goal. Huh. <laughs> that's good. So I, I actually feel like I might stop. I mean, I don't mind stretching this out. I don't want to give away the statement I'm about to say, but I thought it happened the first night. The thing about, maybe I'll type it. Guys, it's so good. I don't want to blow it because maybe it's going to be a whole episode. Uh, are you talking about something money? Yes. 
Okay. I he, thought that was talked about night one. Are well, you going to move it to be somewhere I else? I am because like there was just like a... No, that's fine. Like a, hey, I'm here. Blip. Yeah. So the okay. guest speaker came in. Okay. He sat down and they introduced him like after the first talk. And for okay. like three minutes, he said like six or seven lines that were just like... Bah. Okay. So yeah, move those to another talk. So the money talk is a whole thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, he, he was a finance guy that came in, which is interesting because his next talk, I don't know necessarily know if I agree with fully. And like there was actually like a group tension tension of just like, I don't know if this is true, like in, in the most positive life giving way possible. Right. Like it's tr- we'll, we'll talk about it next week, but it's like it's true. But just, I don't know, there, there was something about it. And Ian and I have talked about it. Jordan and I have talked about it. Brad and I have talked about it. And like, it just became this whole, not not like a bad thing, but it was just like, a, I don't, a place for conversation. A place yeah. where just like, there was like, oh, let's test that. I want to test that and, and press back against that, which I feel like often it integrated is when like the best sort of things happen. Yeah. So we'll talk about that next week. Cool. Um, also, before we go, Brooke and I may, actually we are wearing... Uh, designs that will be coming back for Christmas. So from here on out, as long as we can find them and they're washed and cleaned, (laughs) we're going to wear designs that are coming back for the Christmas collection. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be good. It is. It really is a a good collection. Yeah, we order. I say it every time and I mean it every time because I think we, we work really hard to try to make sure every collection is good and that there's something for everybody every time. Yeah. And so... I feel like Christmas is always a fun way to do that because it's yeah. a little bit bigger of a collection. And so, and so, what, more so that will come out, that will launch on October 14th. It'll be mm-hmm. available October 14th through October 24th. We leave it open a few days longer than our normal collection. And <clears throat> I know it seems crazy, and we've talked about this year after year that like we do it in October, mm-hmm. but just because of the way supply chain has been affected, shipping is affected, affected like <laughs> works. I think it's also infected. <laughs> infected, yeah. Like, you know, you, USPS, FedEx, they all have less employees now. And so and everything, more stuff, more stuff than ever. And so it's just like uh, everything takes longer. And so we just really try to err on the side of caution um, mm-hmm. and just, you know, pray that everything goes well. Yeah. Um, but October 14th is the day. The design It's a week after my birthday. It is. Mm-hmm. It feels soon, like, because it's already it September. It, yeah. What's and today? it's like, Fourth. but... Again, so we're not doing any tease of the month for the rest of the year. We decided right. to cut that as just like a, just just wasn't working for us in terms of rhythm and schedule. Um, and so this October fourteenth will be the last time you can shop from the from us, and yeah. uh, we appreciate it. So, Crazy. any final words? Last time this year. This year, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, whoopsies, <laughs> whoopsies. Unless you come to unless you're coming to our event, which is yeah. exciting. We have eight more seats available. Night two or night two of the event. And mm-hmm. so I'll link that in the uh, show notes as well. So yeah. if you're in Lancaster, PA on December 23rd, yeah, you can come and see us live, which is crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. and then the very last thing, I'm going to make all my paintings 50% off. Nice. So better on your walls than in my garage. <laughs> so are in my bed. They're in the bedroom, actually. Yeah. So 50% off. Let's just do the code 50 off. Okay. And uh, if you want a painting, tjmacitas.art, I'll link that as well. Cool. Made it this far. Hopefully you want a painting. (laughs) All right. Anything to add, babe? I don't think so. Thanks for listening. Thanks for making us a part of your week. Okay. Okay, I I love love you. bye. Bye.